What is up, amazing people of the internet? Yes, we are back. Safe Space New Jersey is back. Uh, we did take a couple of months off for hiatus because, you know, how it is. Life gets in the way. Things get in the way. Work, school, you know, that type of ordeal. But uh, breaking news, Jason, I just graduated from college. Wonderful. That's, congratulations. That's great, Jordan. That's wonderful news. Wonderful. Yep. So I'm officially a bachelor's in theater arts, which means I will be getting a lot of job in entertainment. Oh my gosh. It's, it's your phone. It's okay. Ugh. Interruptions. They yeah. happen once in a blue moon. Yeah, they do. They do. So, uh, once again, guys, if you don't know who I am, my name is Jordan Brown. I'm here in the studio with... Hi, Jason. So, uh, me and Jason, we were trying to brainstorm some topics for the next uh, Safe Space podcast with you guys. But realistically, we wanted to keep like the main topic of our subject going, which is bullying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a crazy fact. So, as you know, kids are back in school, and I actually got a job as a paraprofessional. And working as a paraprofessional, I was like stationed to work with like kids within the special education department. And I think people within like, you know, uh, specific social needs within like, you know, their mental capacity and stuff like that to learn. They do become the various targets of bullying. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have I was assigned to be an aide, like a shadow aide to a student named Marcus. And yeah. And uh, Marcus, you know, Marcus is a good kid. Uh, He's really you know, he's really outgoing. He's very like, you know, intelligent. He's like, you know, he's he's got his stuff down pat. Mm-hmm. But one thing about Marcus that I think makes him the target for like people messing with him is like, you know, he has ADHD. Mm-hmm. And like there are times where it's like, you know, hey, he like uh tries to interact with people, he's very social, he's basically like the reverse version of me when I was his age, because I was the more anti-social kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though people who are like who thrive on social interaction, they could equally be the targets of bullying is people who don't thrive on social interaction. And so Marcus, there are times where like he would jump in to like, you know, when a teacher's talking, there would be times where it's like, he's uh, basically trying to like make friends and interject into people's conversations. Cause he wants to be the center of attention, you know, and he just like, you know, it, it's good for him to like socialize and make new friends. But there are times where it's like, People give him a stank face. People give him a look. And then there were times where people just blatant out, yelled at him, screamed at him. And the only person he could talk to about it was me because I'm his aide. And he basically, and he's like, there are so many people that mistreat me in the school that I really want uh, gone, Mr. Brown. I want them gone. It's like, I told him, Marcus, you can't think like that, buddy. Because if you do, you become the bully too. And it's like, I just find it so frustrating, even in the school system where now things have gotten better with like um, adhering to like, you know, students and their trigger warnings, you know, things that might offend them, things that might upset them and stuff like that. Even in this modern age where like we're becoming a little bit more progressive towards people who are dealing with so much stuff, you would think like this wouldn't be an issue that Marcus will probably be Mr. Popper by now, but no. Bullying is still pretty much alive and well. There's still social cliques. There's still people that think that it's okay to like mess with someone just because like, you know, they're different from you or they don't like flow the way you flow. And that's something that I can relate to Marcus with heavily because I've been through that myself, but more so on the opposite side, being the shy kid. When I do speak up and say something, I'm worried that I'm going to say the wrong things. Someone's going to like get woofy at me for like, you know, just being so distasteful, being hateful, you know, I just really wish that, you know, we would just like learn to evolve our sense of like kindness and compassion towards others. I mean, Jason, have you ever dealt with something like that? Well, when you said like, like Marcus seems to, he's, it seems like he's trying very hard to fit in. Right. And he's, 
I think the best approach from Marcus is just to try and take a step back and just let the other kids and let the other students come to him, interact with him if right. they if they want to interact with him. If yeah. they don't, then you know there's tons of people and there's tons of kids out there. I mean, if if one if you can't be friends with one group, then there's Ten other groups. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, it's only right. it's not yeah. it's not like there's you know just that one set group and that's it. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold myself to their standards. Yeah. I would try to do my own. I would just try and just do your own thing. It's like and, and that's what I told Marcus. I said like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. um, listen, I understand that like you're in class, you kind of feel like verbally attacked by other people. Some some classes you feel more comfortable because mm-hmm. your friends are there and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But did you ever consider like maybe doing some after school activities? Yeah, it's like yeah. Marcus yeah. said he's very big on filmmaking. It's like, hey, he's a theater kid just like me. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, join the film club, make mm-hmm. some movies, make a, mm-hmm. a short film, make a fan film, you know, and present it at the end of the school year. You know, when you guys like have a little like end of the year party, mm-hmm. it's like because uh, what was it? There was this speaker that came for an assembly. Mm-hmm. Um during the week of school. And when the freshmen went to their assembly class, I was with Marcus, it was this man who basically he grew by inner city streets. He really had a rough life. He had people like pushing him around and he's like seen a lot of the most worst type of stuff that we're going to keep like PC on here. But realistically, he just wishes that he had a chance to like make some real friends, go back, like actually go to school, like not drop out and like, you know, make his life a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like that was good for the kids because it's basically teaching them, like, you know, appreciate, you know, good people in your life and appreciate your time here at school because there are so many people that wish they had the privileges that you had and learn to be kind, Mm -hmm. learn to be compassionate towards somebody's situation because you don't know what someone's going through. Like Marcus, uh, you know, he's dealt with some tragedy in the family and stuff like that. So and I think that could definitely do a for your uh, against your social interaction and that could also lead into like a lot of conflicts too because mm-hmm. when you know kids i'm gonna be 100 bl- uh bl- blatant kids can be completely cruel mm-hmm. at a young age you think they're like oh you can make these jokes you can make these jokes you could like come at someone so hard and it won't have any repercussions or consequences it's like they will mm-hmm. they'll have repercussions when you're a teenager they'll have repercussions when you're an adult and mm-hmm. Be ready to be an adult because that's where you see the even bigger bullies thing. Yeah, well, I think with with some people, it's just like with some kids, they feel that you know they, they see Marcus as an easy as an easy, easy target, easy, easy target, right? But what Marcus has to do is he has to try and just like necessarily. Go with his own flow, yeah. do his own thing, and he will find his own way. And what he kids will come to him yeah. eventually. Yeah, eventually. and he's already got two good friends. I mean, three, a, a I, bunch I, really. He's been like Mr. Popular. Like, yeah, like he call his, his nickname is Shadow. It's like Shadow. Okay. Like a lot of people laughing at everything. I think it's pretty cool because it reminds me of like Shadow the Hedgehog. Because I'm, you know, I grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog. Right, right, like right. confession. But it's like, yeah, it's just a matter of fact. It's like I tell Marcus, you know, be a little bit patient with people. Be and be a little, take a little, take a couple of steps back when you feel as though, like, if people really feel as though you're doing too much. But also if you're, if you feel as like you're doing a little bit too much. But, you know, don't change who you are just to please other people. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I really feel like that was definitely a very good point of uh, yours, Jason, because it's like, you know, it's the lesson that people are going to be people. And I have like a firm belief that time does change people, mm -hmm. you know, especially when it's like you're a freshman now, but mm -hmm. who you were as a freshman is definitely not who you're going to be when you're a senior. Cause I've mm -hmm. seen like time, time again, seniors mm -hmm. are easier to deal with than freshmen. Mm -hmm. They are because it's like, you know, when you're a freshman, you're coming off the borders of like middle school, you're mm -hmm. coming off the borders of being like, you know, a newly bred teenager, mm -hmm. you know, so you still have like that borderline mindset between being a kid and being an adult. Mm -hmm. But fast forward three years later, you're about to get out of high school and be on your way to college. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's a journey. It's, it, it's really, it is a it's real a journey. journey. It's a journey. I don't think. I don't think the journey ever ends. Like in, when you go yeah. to college, it's a new journey. When you graduate college, it's yeah. another part. And you, you, I think people, you're building, you're building steps to become, yeah, as successful. Yeah. So how? I mean, I mean, ten years from now, is Mark is still going to see these kids? Or no. five years from now? Exactly. I mean, my maybe, maybe not. Maybe he might. Or yeah. like, you know. I mean, when you go to college. You make new friends. friends. So, I mean, I wouldn't get hooked too, like, hooked in, like, with kids, like, right. in high school, try, like, I would just, if you can make a, make some friends, make some yeah. friends. If you find I mean, them. and, like, yeah, make an impact. You know, it's it important is. to make an impact when you're, like, in high school. But mm. me personally, it's like, uh, I would be like, hey, guy, you know, mm. it's like, you know, anyone who's like a big success in high school, like nine out of 10, they probably like, they're working you know, somewhere. Who knows? They're working like, you know, they're working like a day in, day out job while you're the one making a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marcus, like when I talk to his teachers, what they need and, you know, some of them had some comments. But what I tell them is that, you know, because he has like an explicit way of like expressing himself he needs to basically put that into something constructive mm -hmm. so that like basically he can like either write or <coughs> excuse me he either write or direct how he talks because mm -hmm. marcus could literally have an hour-long conversation it's like mm -hmm. all right so i told marcus mm -hmm. like so to see those conversations that you're having mm -hmm. try to turn it into something that you can do for film mm -hmm. turn it into a movie write a script right, create, some sure. create some care characters yeah. Characters do something that makes like you know you feel like comfortable in expressing who you are because you know I think the most talented people are the ones that are the most expressive people. Maybe volunteer somewhere. Maybe you can volunteer at a yeah at a film studio or movie theater. Or yeah, something. see, there's like some actors yeah. programs or like summer programs that do that. There, there, there are plenty of them across the yeah. country, especially yeah. in Jersey. And Mark is only fifteen. He's fifteen. He's fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's, I wouldn't say like, that's how bullying affected me, but how it affected like someone that I know, like Marcus, but bully, I told Marcus, like, I, I even told Marcus about the stories where I got bullied by, you know, he got yelled at by girls, he got pushed around by like other guys and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, but like market, like I told Marcus, like, listen, man, I was your age and, you know, I dealt, I dealt with these haters too. You gotta like, you know, you know, the other, you know, yeah, the haters. you gotta go. Into, you know, haters, are, yeah, haters are everywhere. I know you got to go into like a space. You got to go into like a space where you can uh, be open enough to basically say like, "Hey, my name is Mark. My name is Marcus. This is who I am. I'm not going to change who I am for anybody." But at the same time, I'm going to like go for my goals, uh, chase success, and that. And you know, if there's things in my life that need improvement, there's things in my life that need improvement. I would say some constructive criticism for like today's modern age of bullying, where like bullying is a little bit more so like <laughs> virtual, more verbal, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Words still, words still hurt. I would say it like this. It was like, you know, if a person said words that basically hurt you, take it into something constructive like working out. Mm. Every time someone says something that got on my nerves, that ticks me off and I wanted to punch someone in the face. Mm. I went to the gym. I lifted weights. Mm. I, you know, I did cardio. I burned all that anger or frustration out of me. Mm. And after I was done, it felt good. It did. Yeah, it's good. It, felt, it felt really good because it basically shows like, hey, I have enough self-control to walk the other way and do something destructive that, with my anger. I think you hit, I think you hit a good point, George. Self-control yeah. by trying to find in an outlet, it may be like a gym or fit working out. Even writing too. Writing can help. Yeah. Volunteering. You know, read, inter- like read a book. Read a book. Read a book. You know? Listen to music. Join a band. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like, meet with a counselor. Discuss you, your interests. Like, meet with them. Find out what you like to do on your free time. Yeah. And if the bullying persists, speak to speak to an adult. Speak yeah. to someone. Speak to someone that like speak to someone that you can trust. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where, and I hate this. I, I I wouldn't like say I don't like to say this, but it's a common factor that like there are kids <laughs> currently like you know they're dealing with bullies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like you see, like the teachers mm-hmm. and the school system don't do anything about it. And I'm sitting here. Why is that? It's mm-hmm. like you know I was watching um you know like that show on Netflix, Cobra Kai, that's basically a continuation mm-hmm. of like the original Karate Kid franchise from the 80s mm-hmm. with Danny LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, and uh, Sensei Kreese and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the Miyagi-Do kids mm-hmm. are basically like the nerds in this situation. Now, Miyagi, now like the Miyagi-Do, courtesy of like Mr. Miyagi, uh, may Mr. Pamela, rest in peace. Uh, you know, they basically say like, hey, Miyagi-Do is supposed to like teach kids like balance, like mm-hmm. harmony within themselves and mm-hmm. stuff like that, even when they're dealing with bullies. Right, right. But, you know, they're being painted as the aggressors while Cobra Kai is being seen as like the harmless little angels when their main message is like strike first, strike hard, show no mercy. Mm-hmm. It's all of that abuse that basically Johnny Lawrence got from Sensei Kreese, and he's putting this anger and this frustration into his students, which is never a good way to teach kids. You can't teach them that basically, you know, you always have to like be hardcore, be violent to like, you know, get ahead, get ahead in life and everything like that. That's just not a good message to send to them. No, like violence is the is, is the worst answer. Violence is yeah. violence doesn't do anything with solve, make create more create create more issues and and it just it just creates a lot, right. lot larger problem for everyone. Right, and there's no winners. There's no winners with violence. Yeah, there's no winners, mm-hmm. and it's like this, you know. Even though the Miyagi Do they practice like more defense than they do offense, mm-hmm. you know, they're still seen as like, hey, like, hey, they're the bullies. You know, there's like the rumors that Danny Larusso was probably the bully against Johnny Lawrence. It's like mm-hmm. these kids. If people watch the original Karate Kid movie, they would have seen. Danny LaRusso was getting his butt whooped by the Cobra Kai. That, is that the little guy? That yeah, the yeah. Little kid, that's the little kid in the movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, wow. Danny LaRusso. He's still alive. He's still alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? I'm trying to remember. The actor who plays uh, Danny LaRusso. It'll, it'll come to me eventually. But um, yeah. Oh, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Okay. Ralph Macchio. Okay. Yeah. So Ralph Macchio's character, mm-hmm. like, still playing the same Danny LaRusso as a kid, but like, we see. The kids that ha- are, you know, even someone like Danny who's getting bullied and he wants to be stronger and tougher mm-hmm. than anybody who comes in his face. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically by Karate Kid 3, he basically learns that he's become the one thing that he hates. He joined mm-hmm. Cobra Kai mm-hmm. after he like had a falling out with Mr. Miyagi <laughs> and basically says like, you know, I can't, you know, I want to be able to beat anyone who steps up to me and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
like I can't lose Mr. Miyagi. I need to be the I need to be the best. I need mm-hmm. to be able to defend myself 24-7. Seven. But he learns that as he's doing going against uh learning with Cobra Kai, really, he's becoming something that he's not. Mm-hmm. He's becoming more violent. Danny's bloodying his knuckles every time he punches an opponent. Mm-hmm. And you know, we see history repeating itself in Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. The main lesson is this. There's nothing wrong with like, you know handling your problems yourself like how johnny lawrence does yeah but you need to do it in a way that like you're protecting someone you're protecting mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. you're protecting the people around you mm-hmm. it's and you know mer- like there's a difference between having mercy on someone mm-hmm. but also showing honor right so you know being the you, best you can be being the exactly being the best version you, that you can be so sure marcus if he learned martial arts he could have like go beat up the kids that are like, you know, messing with him and everything like that. But the question is, what's going to happen after? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is it going to be a positive outcome? Is it going to be a positive outcome or is it going to be a negative yeah. outcome? Because most likely it's going to be a negative outcome. Because mm-hmm. what happens? The kid already has like the, his IEP with him having ADHD and stuff like that. People are going to see that, think that he's crazy, think that he's like, you know, he needs to be sent away someplace. It's like even when you win, you you know, even when you win a fight, you lose the war. Like it seems like in Marcus's case, that may be right now, but he has to figure a way to right uh, put a positive spin by finding his outlet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's not, and it's not just Marcus. It's also like tons of kids like that. Out there, there are. So for those of you you know who are dealing with a lot of pressure, peer pressure at school. And, you know, you're dealing with like people that make you feel small, make you feel like, hey, the world is against you and stuff like that. Let me tell you something right now. The world is not against you. We're not against you. We're here for you. We understand we've been where you're at. So just to my young soldiers, keep fighting, keep pushing. You guys are going to be all right. All right. Mm -hmm. So let them know that. Uh, let them know that Jay sent you. Let Jay and Jay, all right, mm-hmm. we're your uncles here. We're like, <laughs> we're basically your family here on this platform. So, you know, the reason why we founded Safe Space New Jersey was because we want to reach out to the people in the Jersey area who feel like, you know, they're just not getting enough, like, you know, gratification. They're not, they're feeling as though they're not getting enough respect. They're not getting acceptance. Acceptance, exactly. So, just want to let you guys know. Whatever battles that you're fighting, not all of them could be won with your fists. Remember, the pen is mightier than the sword. If someone's making, if someone's like messing with you, you bring it to someone's attention. Talk to someone that you trust. Hell yeah, yeah. Heck, you can even mm-hmm. talk to us. Yeah, you know, Safe Space St. Jade is always just send a uh, comment to our. Uh, so we have a link right on the website. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have a link. Uh, yeah. That thing it's www.safespacenewjersey.org. So again, that's the little tab on the bottom. They can contact us. So www.safespacenewjersey.org. Check it out, guys. And we'll be more than happy to help you. And we'll be more happy to work with you. Now, another thing that I want to talk about in regards to like doing extracurricular activities Mm -hmm. from Marx's story Mm -hmm. is a topic that I have been holding back for so long. Time management. Time management is a big, big one for everyone. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I never thought life after college would be this stressful. Mm-hmm. I never thought it is. It, it's it like is. I'm literally getting started being an adult, and it's like, <laughs> can I go back to college now? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Oh my god! But it's like this. It's like I was watching um a video. I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but Arnold Schwarzenegger went to like a couple of schools, and he was giving like 
a commencement speech about like, you know, what it means. Well, not really commencement speech, but like uh uh it's one of those like TED Talk type of like workshop events where it's like it's a great book. Yeah. TED Talk. Yeah. And it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger was basically giving his speech about success. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the parts that stuck out to me is about him talking about organizing your day because we do have 24 hours within a day. How do we spend those 24 hours? Do we spend them wisely by like, you know, going out, working, you know, but also like enjoying life, having that balance between like having a work-based life and having a more personal life? Because I felt like I've been like on the more work side of life than I have been on the more personal side of life because of the fact that I'm working two jobs right now. Spoiler, I'm working two jobs. I got a job as like, uh, as I just said, a paraprofessional working with Union Public Schools. And I'm working with kids that need like those shadow big brother, big mm-hmm. sister type of figures, mm-hmm. you know, look after the kids, make sure they're straight, make sure they're doing their homework, mm-hmm. they're staying on top of tasks and like, you know, also forming like good relationships with the teachers too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, how do you have the energy to manage like, you know, doing a job that not only do you feel comfortable doing, but you feel confident doing it in a job where it's like, you just don't want to do the job, but you need the extra money mm-hmm. so you can like do more stuff. Mm-hmm. To get like, to, to get to, you need to, you need to work to make money to get to the end goal. Right. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It, and it's like, and it's like, mm-hmm. but like, are you taking care of your health is the, mm-hmm. is the thing. Because if you're running back and forth between two jobs, you may not have enough time to cook food. <laughs> you may not have time, enough time to meal prep. It's like, I have, it's like, I've been bad. I haven't been meal prepping in a while, but it's because of the fact is that when do I have the time and when do I have the energy to actually do it? Because me personally, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person at all. It's like, I like to sleep in first thing in the morning. I'm still living with that like high school, uh, college mindset that's like, hey, if I have the day off, then I can sleep in and sleep yeah. a couple more hours before I get ready to go. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I need money. I need to be able to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I have to work. What time did you be work to work? Uh, me, I have to be at work first thing in the morning at around like uh, paraprofessionals. We got to be at the high school by 720. That's early. That's early. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, it's like, I have to literally force myself to wake up at 530 in the morning. Five, that's how you got 530? Yeah. yeah. And it's like my parents have been on me about like losing weight and stuff like that. So I try to go to the gym <laughs> as many times as I can before I work, with, uh, you know, before I start my day. But because of the fact that that keeps getting in the way. Mm-hmm. It's a hassle. And then I also have personable time with friends, personal time personal with my time. girlfriend. You know, it, it's it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard trying to, like, you know, organize your day. It's like we just need to, like, try to find. But another thing that I yes. said was this. You also have to, like, organize your day. You need to have a plan every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. When, like, you know, you're going out, you're doing this, 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 that. There are times where like my friends hit me up out of the blue and they say like, yo, Jordan, I wanted to see if you were down for this, this that, when it's like, mm-hmm. bro, I literally just got off of work. I'm in the middle of work. I'm tired. You know, you always have those friends who are like, they're not as considerate. Well, they, have, they, have, they have more time on their hands. Right. Is- they they, they <laughs> have more time than you do. And it's like, it's not fair to you that you had to basically like bust your butt, you know, back and forth and like, they, I, like I run those situations. Right. And it's like, but it's like, see, it's also affecting your ability to socialize too. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I, as much as I would love for me and my friend Isaiah to go out and do as much stuff with movies, it's like, I need to make time for other people in my life too. I need to make time for my family. All my family members, they, they complain. They tell me that, Jordan, we haven't seen you in a minute because I'm working. What do you want? I'm tired. Yeah. What do you want? Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's like I will be there, but it has to be in a once in a blue moon occasion because adulting isn't easy. No. Being an adult is not easy work. It's hard work. It's not impossible, but it's hard work. Mm-hmm. And that's what Arnold Schwarzenegger was saying. They're like, if you want to be a success, you gotta work your butt off. That means sacrificing some things in your life, like social time, sacrificing stuff like, you know, uh things that you gotta do to get your day straight and stuff like that. It's like it's the same thing being an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, actors are getting called like for casting calls like day in and day out. Mm-hmm. They're getting called for casting calls late at night. I even hear their actors getting casting calls for like, what is it? Uh at 12 midnight. They call them at 12 midnight, yeah. come work this time. To come, to come like audition and work in the studio. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. And it's like I have to make a decision now that I can basically be an actor and I have the mindset I have the knowledge that I got from uh, Keene University. Shout out to Keene Theater, by the way. Yeah, Keene Theater. Um, and now that I have the knowledge that I learned from my professors about, you know, managing my health, but also mm-hmm. managing my time as a theater artist, mm-hmm. the question is, what am I going to do to implement everything I learned? I have to sacrifice something. And if there's one thing I have to sacrifice, it's going to have to be my job at the YMCA. Yeah, as a gym attendant, because I'm getting paid like what thirteen dollars an hour <laughs> for like twenty hour for like twenty hours a week bi weekly. It's like which well, isn't bad, but you know it could yeah. be a little bit better. But it, it's like I can't sacrifice like I can't sacrifice my health for a job that will literally replace me within a day. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. It's yeah. just not worth it. You need to find a job that's stable enough to like help. get you afloat, help yeah. you, with, and like look even be a part of your time management because part of your time management is also with your financial mm-hmm. aspect of time management where it's like, you got to pay your bills. <laughs> I, I have to pay card notes. I have to pay like, you know, there's also phone bills. That's like, look, you, it's also like insurance. That's a big one. It is. Yeah. So it's like, we need, we need to organize our day. We got 24 hours in a day, but the question is, how does this affect people's mental health? How does this affect people in the community? Ask anyone who works a graveyard shift, they will tell you they will. Um, anyone who works a graveyard shift, most people are comfortable with it because it's the fact is that, hey, even though they're working like at what, three, three a.m. in the morning up until like, I would say like around six or seven. Yeah, six or seven or even eight o'clock in the morning. You're right. That's- it's they're better off just doing that so that they could go home, have the rest of the day themselves and like take a nap or something like that. But me personally, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't I couldn't work like three uh three a.m. There are some people that regretted that decision too. It's like they're not getting proper sleep, that improper sleep is affecting their health because believe it or not, mm-hmm. human beings need to get a ample amount of sleep mm-hmm. so it doesn't affect like, you know, because it will affect their physical health. It mm-hmm. will affect their like uh ability to lose or gain weight. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. A and not to mention the amount of like junk that people intake into their bodies. You know, while they're like awake, because like some people say, like, hey, because they don't have enough time to like cook, they have to run to like fast food joints like uh, McDonald's or Burger King or Taco Bell or, you know, Chick-fil-A and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. because they just feel as though they don't have enough time to do what they have to do to take care of themselves. And that is a heavy crisis in the community that, you know, people should be concerned about. It's a a public health crisis that it really is a public health crisis. It can be changed with like this with time management. Like even if it's, I know it's easier said than done, but like trying to like put stuff on your phone and just try to write down everything, how you go about your day and have it 
have like some type of schedule on your phone, whatever you need to do just to keep yourself organized. And it can help like with school. I know the good thing with if you if you have a full if you're working full time and you've got school school, your life is a little more structured. But if you don't have that, like you join us in there with the graveyard shift and or people are, are taking on too much and that they that they can too much that they they can't handle everything, then that's when it becomes becomes a problem. That's when like just putting everything in a phone can help or bring everything down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that could definitely help uh, with the uh, basically like the getting yourself to physical wellness aspect of it. But it's also like good for your mental health that if mm-hmm. you like just playing your day, basically say like, hey, this is when I have to go to work. This is when I'm spending time with my friends. This is when I'm going to go on my date with my uh, significant other, you know, and like take care of this, take care of that. But, blah, 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 blah. you know, Mel- what Melanie, uh, my girlfriend does, she basically like Every day when she has to do something, she always has a planner, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like a little like, you know, like how we have like those homework planners where we basically wrote down. She has that do. really. Yeah, she has. basically That's an old school. one. Right? Yeah. An old, an old school tactic, like a planner mm-hmm. for adults. You can even have a digital planner on your phone yeah. or on your uh, tablet, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like maybe if people start implementing like stuff like that, they could find ways to stay a little bit more consistent. Mm-hmm. with their daily routine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, because look, I was probably spending a lot more time with Isaiah, my friend, um, you know, who I met at the Y, but also like I was spending a lot more time with my girlfriend now than I did with him. It's it's basically the come about of like my time is like, mm-hmm. it's flip-flop, it's a big match. But I don't have, a, but the worst part is I don't have enough time to myself. Yeah. I, need I don't, I don't either. To, I, don't, I need to have time to myself too, because like there are days where it's like, as much as I love my friends, as much as I want to hang out with yeah, them, too. I need a minute to myself to rest, at least to recuperate myself because I'm not a robot. I'm not go, 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 go 24 seven. I have to be, you know, I have to be able to like slow down a bit, take take a load off in the chair and just basically say, ah, now this is much better, you know, but with the, you know, this is a slippery slope, but I feel as though we can, you know, find ways to work through it because like everything in our lives, we need to, um, I, my professor at college, Dr. Bruce Morgan, said um, there are six pillars of health that we need to focus on to get ourselves to a sense of physical wellness and so also a sense of like mental and also emotional wellness and spiritual wellness. So there are six pillars of health. There is obviously your physical health, which is like exercise and like watching what you eat and stuff like that. There's also your mental health, making sure like your mind's in the right place before you start off your day. There's your emotional health where it's like, hey, are you emotionally good? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are you like balanced? Are you basically like, you know, are you have have you been hurting a lot? Has your you know heart been broken recently or have you just been feeling out of it recently and stuff mm-hmm. like that? You know, that there's your emotional health. Next up is your Psycho- psychological. Yeah. 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 Psychological more so falls in the middle. There's also your um your financial health, mm-hmm. which is based on like, you know, hey, managing your money, right? So that you could do the things you need to do to take care of yourself, you know, and putting like some ducats to the side to like mm-hmm. save for a rainy day and then you could do something special and then like, you know, go out and enjoy yourself. So that's another pillar of health that definitely needs a lot of focus on. Next uh, pillar of health is our social health. Mm-hmm. Our social health is basically like, you know, how we basically interact with the everyday world, how we basically like handle 
everyday situations that this that blah 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 blah. And um, another pillar of health is our. I think you hit them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think hit them. Mental, psychological. Yeah, so it's like you know, so it's like this. It's like you need to like take care of all those pillars of health mm-hmm. in order for you to like, you know, live and basically like thrive mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you also need it to to watch the balance that one doesn't overweight the other, so you're not overloading mm-hmm. yourself with too much at once. Because that can result into, or it can manifest itself into bullying. Because people get tired, they get. I know they, 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 get, tired, they, they get, get tired, upset. They get upset. They, they get, get frustrated, frustrated. And then what happens they, next? They take it out on another person. Like Paul, like Paul Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is the target. Yeah. It's like, and look, 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 look. But then look, look, look. Check this out. It's like, not even just Marcus. I've had so many people at the YMCA scream at me, you know, as a front desk employee because they're having a bad day. They probably had a rough day at work. They probably got demoted or they're probably not making enough money to support like their family and their kids. So what do you do? You take it out on a stranger. <laughs> who tries to like you know who's trying to help you yeah. who's trying to help you the best way that they can but mm-hmm. you're being unprofessional you're being irrational and like mm-hmm. I just I just try to figure out where is that coming from mm-hmm. but you know now I understand when you get tired when you get exhausted when you feel drained you get frustrated mm-hmm. but I feel as though you know we all have some tough days we all have some bad days but we should never take it out person no because you don't know what that person's going through they're probably doing dealing with the same stuff as you Mm -hmm. so i think in order for us to create a peaceful community we also need to work on managing our time that we spend on ourselves Mm -hmm. you know we got to manage our time when it comes to our friends we got to manage our time when it comes to our families but more importantly we got to manage our time when it comes to just us Mm -hmm. because that's how you feel better Mm -hmm. and there was this other youtuber named uh prince ea he basically talked about like, you know, being happy. He talked about life. He basically said like people who are more happy, people who are more emotionally, mentally, spiritually, uh, you know, I think, I think that, I think I missed one. That was the one I was missing. The spiritual health. The spiritual health. Yeah. The spiritual health. Yeah. That's, that's the one that often gets overlooked. Overlooked, but. It's the mo- one of the most important ones, I think, as well. Yeah. But I think even non-believers are actually practicing seeing some form of spirituality when they do like yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. you know, centering yourself and like being at peace with oneself. I remember there were like these short two minute like meditation videos that we did for our class that made us feel a little bit more relaxed made us feel a little bit more at peace before we got the day started and i got i'm not gonna lie it made my day better too because i was having a rough day that day day but i need to keep my composure because as a parent professional you can't be angry or you can't lash out on the kids otherwise you're gonna get fired <laughs> you, you don't want that you don't, don't want that. that you don't need that problem no yeah so uh but yeah, I think like be if, positive. I think yeah, I think in closing, we should definitely consider that you know uh, life is going to rush by no mm-hmm. matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But we can't waste our lives, you know, trying to fix. You know, we can't waste our lives trying to fix like you know what other people are going through before we fix ourselves. So mm-hmm. I personally think that time management for ourselves should definitely be a top priority. Um, time management amongst you guys should definitely be a top priority too. If you feel as though your day is off balance, if you feel as though life is off balance, manage your time, manage your time, manage your time. And you're going to see a lot of good things come your way. You're going to see a lot of change come your way. You're going to see a lot of like 
better, you know, affirmations come your way too. So learn to manage your time a little bit better. And just maybe, not even just maybe, most likely, most likely. you are definitely going to see like some great influence in your life. And positive, positive also. Oh, positive, absolutely. So in closing, we're back. Safe Space New Jersey, our first podcast in a couple <laughs> of months. Uh, we hope you guys are doing well. We hope you took something from this amazing uh, talk that we had, me and Jason. And uh, we hope you guys have an amazing, blessed holiday. Uh, eat some good food. Save me a plate, by the way. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. All right. Safe space. Out. Out. Here it is.